Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome Love to Journey to Success Hello, everyone, and welcome to Journey to Success Radio Network. My name is Tom Tutal Cunningham. I'm an inspirational speaker helping people to become resilient and live positively with the challenges of life. I work with TechBlocks, a technology consultant in Toronto, Canada. Find out more about me in this interview at my website, Tom, the number two, and tall, T-A-L-L dot com. Our guest today is Sander Steer, the Chief Operating Officer of Sponsor Energy, a company I'm very excited about and looking forward to help get the word out. Sponsor Energy is an electricity and national natural gas retailer, and they donate about 50% of its margin on each unit of electricity and natural gas consumed by its customers to a local charity of that customer's choice. Uh, Their unique business model harnesses the power of everyday consumption by splitting profits with charities based on energy consumption. They have partnered with over 50 well-respected Alberta charities that are dealing with social issues like poverty, homelessness, and addictions, as well as one of my favorite, the Arthritis Society, and with formal profit-sharing agreements in place. And they plan to roll similar partnerships in Ontario and across Canada uh, in those markets as well soon. They have been selected as a finalist out of over 270 nominees for the Calgary Chamber of Commerce Business of the Year Award for Community Impact. Uh, our guest today is Sander Steer. Welcome to the show, Sander. Thanks very much for having me, Tom. Uh, hopefully I'm coming across all right. Just trying to use uh, the old Skype tool here. Ah, it sounds amazing on my end. I can hear you well, and uh, uh, it must be an amazing feeling to get up and go to work for a company that is pouring money into local charities. Like, you mustn't ever have a day where you're like, oh, gee, I got to go help charities earn some money. You, you've hit it on the head. It's the it's an amazing feeling. I came from a corporate Calgary, a, a Mondo organization, where didn't really have the same feel good every single day. So coming into a smaller shop that's all about the community and reinvestment and trying to help out, uh, you know, every everybody from uh, animal rescue foundations to health trusts and and food banks. It's an amazing feeling. Yeah, amazing. And uh, I'm wondering, uh, because I started reading more about social enterprises, for-profit companies that benefit their social environment, their community, other nonprofits, and I guess your sponsor, Energy, would follow under that kind of a, a company label, if you would. It absolutely does, and we are seeing much more of a um, socially conscious movement uh, these days, uh, there's 
pubs now that are uh, not for profit, so you know, have a pint for a community is a great tagline. There, we see we're seeing mm-hmm. uh, profit sharing on uh, other ventures as well. And uh, there's a Give a Mile Foundation, which you uh, takes those unwanted air miles and turns it into uh, flights for families in distress or or for medical reasons or what have you. It's it's a huge enterprise out there now, and it's that philanthropy feel good is starting to, uh, I don't do a, use an overused term, it's it's going viral. A lot of people are seeing it now. They're trying <laughs> to embody it into their DNA and, and trying to do better. You know, corporate social responsibility is the hot topic these days. It is, it is. And you're taking something that used to be uh, begrudgingly people paying their utility bills. Oh, that damn utility company, no good, so-and-so's. Uh, i got to pay my bill. But now when they're doing it, if they ha- especially if they have a passionate favorite charity, it's like not the same energy to pay uh, your energy bill and be involved with an energy company. It's a totally different feeling for the customer. Oh, you're absolutely right. I mean, for many, it's they're less begrudgingly paying their energy bill because it is, of course, that necessary evil. But people who have signed up with us who are especially very passionate about one of our uh, community partners or the charities that we are sponsoring because they've perhaps lost a loved one or it's uh, perhaps it's an issue that they're dealing with or or something that they've already felt passionate about and passed for other reasons for them to be able to hang you know they, it's a pride point to be able to say, you know, every time I turn on a light I'm, I'm helping a little bit. So it helps on that front and also for the, you know, the slacktivists, those who really just uh, you know don't find that have the time, the energy, the inclination, but still want to do something, so they make the switch and they know that uh, a part of their monthly bill basically goes to help out. So it's it's works all the way around for on on, on opposite ends of the spectrum. I, I know it would be, and you're rolling out to Ontario because I tried signing up, but yeah, uh, when you get to Ontario, I'll be there. Well, it's fantastic. Yeah, we we are we can already do natural gas nationally through our partners, and we can sell electricity in deregulated markets, which currently are just Alberta and Ontario. But hopefully, the other provinces going to follow suit because it is definitely the better way to go. But with uh, with those offerings and. Uh, we can help out absolutely on the on on the consumption and the commodity uh, thereof, but more so, sponsor energy can really get nationally and internationally with our our sustainability efforts, of trying to turn consumption into information into digestible chunks that people can see, you know, walking into work or or uh, you know, chatting on the elevator, or what have you, so that they can actually st- we could start affecting change, a behavioral change, to try and reduce consumption which is a kind of an exciting uh, avenue that we're taking right now as well. Yeah, neat, neat. Uh you have a new uh, uh you have a program as well, a help program and it makes you zero money. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why are you involved yeah. in a program that makes you zero money but it's apparently all about the community uh and so explain that program as well cuz this is going counter to <laughs> most business cultures who only do things to make money. 
I, I, it's one of my favorite questions because uh, even even now when it's come, yeah, you share your profits 50-50 with charities, uh, of, uh, what kind of business model is that? You're giving away half your profits. Well, yes, but with this business model, we absolutely expect to get twice as many customers. So we wholly expect to be, you know, beyond successful in the next, you know, not we already are beyond uh, expectations at this point, but in the next five years, you know, watch us go. But the HELP program is is something that we want to do to help those families that are in energy poverty. And energy poverty is a bit of a new term. It's uh, It's those families that are sitting at that every month they have to decide, pay their electricity or buy groceries. You know, pay their mm-hmm. gas or you know, car payment, or or my child needs uh, a retainer, or, or it's those decisions that happen, and and they're happening at, in 70,000 households in in Calgary alone, and 240,000 households in Alberta are having to make those those decisions on a monthly basis. So what we want to do is we want to work with our partners to right. to create a stable electricity rate get them signed up for it so they know what they're paying consistently throughout the given year. And as well, because we don't want to have to do credit checks or anything like that, we are, we, some very philanthropic businesses around Calgary have, are offering to, to help us support this program financially so that we don't have to do the credit checks uh, and, and people can get into this program at a lower electricity rate so they can kind of start planning their lives and, and save a couple hundred bucks a year, right? Wow. Wow, and so correct that there are people where those decisions are actually decisions they got to make. And so, wow. In the HELP program, that's, of course, it's it's an acronym for Home Energy Low Income Program. So that's something that we hope to be rolling out uh, in the uh, new year. Uh, It's taken a little bit of time to get organized because we are working through some of the uh, agencies in Calgary to help us really determine best fit, most need uh, for the families that are out there so that we can roll this program out um, systematically and appropriately. Wow. Uh, Amazing. Now, you have another program, this uh, uh, sustainability program. You really want to... It sounds like this is a big one for you guys where you're heavily involved. As you'd mentioned, reducing consumption. That's one of the main topics uh, that people are looking for ways to reduce consumption and so uh, you guys are not only doing good things for charities but you're also doing great things for your community for the country Uh, amazing and then uh, the recent uh, uh, selected as a finalist for the Calgary Chamber of Commerce Business of the Year Award for Community Impact 270 nominees so if I did math on that I don't know what it would be but you're a very small percentage that's been uh, selected as a finalist. Oh yeah, it's it, every day brings something new and exciting for us. The getting nominated for the Chamber of Commerce uh, Community Impact Award was was huge for us, and we're going up against um, other. Very, very good organizations. One of which, uh, Mealshare, for example. And uh, you know, you see those on on menus and so forth around the city and, and, and across the, the, the province and great great organizations and you know it's an honor just to be you know included in that very select group so you know fingers crossed that we get the votes in and and the support that we need to come out on top but 
you know, every, you know, the proverbial everyone is a winner in those particular situations uh, and awards because uh, you know, whoever wins, they absolutely deserve to be there. So, amen, amen. but yes, from the sustainability uh, aspect, um, <laughs> it seems counterintuitive that you know we're an energy retailer. That's that's really our first line of business, and and yet right. we want to come back and try and get you to use less of it. Well, right. It's, Let's face it, it's for the good of the community, it's for the good of the earth if we can all use a little bit less. So what we want to do is we want to uh, bring in our our technology to be, be able to do local um, energy metering, that which we can then turn into a more of a management program and possibly an infrastructure upgrade program so that over time you reduce your electricity and your consumption and and ultimately come out ahead even if there is some cost to doing some infrastructure upgrades. Because if you can measure it, you can manage it, right? And the right, best exactly. part about that is the is the interface we want to create to the the tenants and occupants of those particular buildings and uh, wherever that our our product is uh, uh, our display is called we call it the light bulb which is the building operations bulletin board uh, board um, it's what we want to do with that is we not only want to show instantaneous consumption but we want to show instantaneous consumption as it relates to charity how is that consumption helping the charity, and then on top of that, be able to have those messages coming across too on on activity in the building. For example, you know the lighting changes, or perhaps schedule changes, or uh, they change the filters out. Just some very small things that actually will show impact to consumed electricity. That way, mm-hmm. when, when people are walking in, hey, wow, look at that! They, they did something, and it worked. Hmm, maybe I can do that. And maybe that just that. That small little bit is enough for them to think about what they're doing at home, furnace filters, for example, and then maybe they'll go home and, and do the same thing at home. So, and the best part, of course, is that now being able to monitor to the floor level, to, to the branch level, the different circuits and so forth, is being able to then, you know, turn it into a fun thing. You know, um, last week, every, we encouraged everybody not to take the elevator and look how much we saved. Let's try and beat last week's record by doing it again mm-hmm. today, right? And mm-hmm. being able to normalize that data so it shows that impact, behavioral change, behavioral impact. And that's that's really the exciting thing that comes with the light bulb product is not just having yet another display board or dashboard, as everybody's called it, having that up. No, it's actually trying to elicit a response and trying to elicit some activity and and, and change behavior, which accounts for probably 30% of the electricity that's consumed in the building, right? Yeah, yeah. Amazing, amazing. Now, you're in a big, ginormous industry with big competitors. Uh, do they give you any trouble at all with this new idea? Are they supportive? Or, uh, are they wishing they did it? Are they trying to copy you at all? Well, we are the only one that does this. It's. Uh, I think the competitors uh, are looking at us, going, "How? How do you know? Don't they have shareholders that they need to keep happy? Don't you know how? They, how does this business model work? When again, you're giving away half the money, <laughs> and there's the other ones that say, well, uh, we don't need to bother because we have ninety percent of the market anyway, right? But right. I think as people gain that awareness and they start saying, hey, you know what, I do have choice. I do have the ability to to do something more with the, something that I have to consume every single day. Why not make the switch, right? Take it away from the, the you know the big bads, if you will, and, and let's, mm-hmm. let's support the smaller retailer that's really trying to help the community rather than just going into the pure big revenue pockets, right? So exactly. the, 
I think the exciting thing is that we're actually getting some of these uh, uh, Uber um, uh, providers turning around and actually taking a look at us, wondering, is there something there for us? So we are we are actually entertaining talks all the time where you know they're looking at us going well how come your model works right and is there something that we can do so mm-hmm. that we don't just look like the baddie and you guys are the goodie and yeah. so forth right because yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't own you like we have we already have currently partners um, that take care of the supply side and we basically are the retailing arm. So, for example, right. uh, Altagas, one of our partners, we, um, they uh, arrange for the electricity and the natural gas. We redo the retailing aspect of it. And, you know, they, uh, they of course, they're in the business to sell big electricity and big gas, but, you know, right. using us as their as their front store, if you will, has been great for them because we're they're getting oh, out sure. there and selling to markets they've never, they've never been in. So exactly. it's been a great relationship and one that we hope to carry for years and years and years as as it's mutually beneficial. Yeah, yeah. Do you have other guys knocking on your door saying, can we sell you our stuff? Uh, oh, absolutely we do. And it's <laughs> but we're we're very, very select in, in who we want to, because it has to be the same message that we have, which is, you know, can be all about the community, and more so than it's just about selling uh, another kilowatt or another gigajoule. So... You know they have to they have to be uh, in step with us, or else we don't want them. Uh, um, we don't want we don't want to entertain them as being part of our business. Right, right. It kind of would not be congruent with the business model and the type of company you are. Just to always seek a, another penny or two savings at the uh, risk of uh, uh, not going towards your culture, what you're what you're known for. Absolutely, and we can do so much to harm our name if we don't have the, the right people uh, and, and organizations that are with us uh, on this on this journey, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Uh, now, uh, Carolyn Martin, was she the one who came up with the idea for this? Because uh, this is a brilliant idea. Yeah, she she was. Uh, she's our president and CEO and ultimately founder of, of Sponsor Energy. The company was um, incorporated two years ago, and but the first customer didn't actually come on until about a year later. As Carolyn spent about a that entire first year meeting yeah. with every single one of our community partners and charities that we wanted to partner with. So each each one has been vetted to make sure that we were bringing in the right groups to uh, to you know partner with us on this on this on this endeavor. And then about a year after getting all of those lined up. Uh, we started. We partnered with uh, at that time with uh, on the residential side with a company called UtilityNet, which allows us to you know hedge the the, the power that we need. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's just industry talk for we got a bucket of power that we can now sell at a certain price. <laughs> and then okay. uh, with a little bit of front end uh, you know work on the on the old uh, interweb, um, they, we were start doing our signups and that uh, in the next year and then fast forward a year and we were doing great. We're getting lots of sign-ups, uh-huh. daily sign-ups on both residential and commercial. So amazing! And yet, uh, online and by appearance, you look like a big company. And I shouldn't put this out to the world, but the other day when I called you guys, Carolyn answered the phone, and I was asking for Carolyn. I want to talk to Carolyn, and then finally she's like, "Well, you know, this is Carolyn Martin." Right? <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> 
<laughs> direct, no screening, no assistant, no voicemail. Carolyn Barton, and she said, "Yes, this is me." <laughs> uh, actually, and that's Carolyn in the nutshell, right? She um, she's the first one to not be in the limelight for this. In fact, you know, this this whole idea, this whole venture was all hers. She's she's put an enormous amount of her time, resources, and finances into making it a success, and yet. You know, she's the first to denounce her 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 involvement as oh well you know that's part of doing the business and so forth so very 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 modest individual and yes we are a fairly small shop um, but it's because of the mesh network that we have with our partners it's a small team that's part of a much bigger team if you will so we we have call centers uh, handling residential calls if there's uh, an issue we have um alta gas uh, running the commercial uh, billing and invoicing and credit checking and so forth and ultimately we help there if there's ever an issue and but once all those things get settled what power is one of those things people very rarely make the change after they made a switch because they um, you know as long as the bills keep showing up they're happy to pay them Right, right. So yeah, you don't no. you don't need a huge large team to do that, and and the unfortunately that being a product of being so successful, uh, it's probably our sales side that's probably taking the the biggest hit because the, uh, they're they're overwhelmed right now with the response, and we just can't get to every single person who's expressed an interest. So, but that's part of growth, oh, really? and that's part of being a success, and where it's wow. a good problem to have. Of an amazing problem to have. You're gonna have people knocking on your door trying to find situation. How you do that? Where you have more business and you can like just get it put together and get everybody signed up. How do how do most people find you? Do they are they just searching about and find you, or do you have people on their door? Do you have outbound call center? Nope, 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 and none of that. None of those things. As a matter of <laughs> fact, it's it's uh, it's right. I think in our mission statement somewhere that we do not want to go into the door knocking uh, industry. It's just there's there's a lot of bad press around that uh, that methodology, and and we simply Definitely. don't want to partake in it. Now, for, as it stands, uh, because of our, our our community partners and because of the the number of people that are associated with these organizations, our reach is is huge. It's like a half a million people when you factor in all the people that those particular organizations touch already. And all so right, what we've right. done is when we sign up with, um, um, say, the Calgary Interfaith Food Bank, we give them a, a stack of our cards and, and so forth so that as people come in and they partake of those services, they, you know, those cards can be handed out and saying, hey, look, if you're having yeah. energy issues, um, you know, why don't you call these guys up? They'll set you up, cheaper rate, and, um, you know, you can save some money that way, right? So that reach it's alone, that word of mouth alone has been, been wonderful for us. And, but that's only now hitting that select group, of course. So how do we, how do we advertise besides word of mouth? Well, we've just recently partnered with uh, Caro, um, they're a firm out here in Calgary. They do um, a lot of advertising, a lot of PR work and so forth, and they are going to be help us with our branding and marketing, which uh, is, once again, it's a scary, exciting time because we know that once Carol gets out there with your message, um, <laughs> <laughs> we better be ready. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You better be uh, ready for an influx of business. Ready for an influx of business. That's right. It's a great problem to have, but um, you know, before we go uh, um, turn up the taps too high, we we got to make sure our back ends and so forth can support that because it will happen and it's going to be great. Nice, nice. Let's talk about yourself a little bit. Uh, I always like to ask people about their favorite 
business books got a few oh man well you know i um just recently i've uh i was asked to speak at a at a go mentor um function at the uh, the global petroleum show and uh part of that session was well, not just the the you know the, the basically stand and talks, but it was also that four-minute dog pound session where you basically you make your pitch and you get the, the VCs in the front row asking you a whole bunch of questions. You know, it's it's uh, zero to 100 mile an hour stress, of course, right? And as it happened, right. uh, Brett Wilson was there. So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he was one of the, uh, he was the MC, one of the... He's been interviewed for our the, show. I'm, I'm sure. He's 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 ubiquitous. He's everywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> Who hasn't interviewed him? <laughs> and you know he's he's made a great success out of out of turning really Brett Wilson into into a market in itself, right? His his name mm-hmm. goes so far. So getting a chance to meet with him and getting a chance to get his book and and reading through that. So um, redefining success, still making mistakes, mm-hmm. um, has been a, a very interesting page turner for me and and. You know, and and well, you know, it's just trying to get into a head of somebody that's had uh, both the, those highs and lows in his career is, uh, you know, it's insightful. Very insightful. Very insightful. Yeah, and a uh, uh, well-known Canadian, as you said, he's uh, all over the place. So that's a good book to get. Uh, I was thinking of it myself, so uh, maybe I'm going to run out and get it or uh, try and get a free one <laughs> because I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, we interviewed him before, so let's see. Uh, fantastic. What about uh, Carolyn? Uh, is she an uh, uh, avid business book reader? Uh, you see a library in her office, or does she talk about uh, various business books she's been reading? Yeah, actually, she's given me a couple that are still sitting on my nightstand. Uh, one of which is called Early <laughs> Exit, uh, uh, talking Early about exit. you know basically, yeah, uh, it's a book about uh, you know the startup industry and and how to um, you know pos- largely position yourself for success maybe and ultimately let's face it if uh, um, if we are wildly successful, then why wouldn't um, you know the, the bigger companies come sniffing around, right? So exactly. uh, good book. Uh, to know exactly where we stand and what our real value is so that, you know, those price points can be set, of course, right? Not to say right. we're looking at getting out because we're having way too much fun doing what we're doing. No, but no, no, exactly. But when you grow to ginormous proportions across Canada, sometimes those decisions help you do even more of what your purpose is. And so good to know ahead of time. And in this day and age, pff, you know, it used to be that ten-year planning was kind of ridiculous, but in this day and age, you really got to do ten-year planning uh, because those ten years uh, are there's about fifty years of accumulated uh, time and knowledge and wisdom and fast change that goes in. So, definitely a good book to read to know where, in the end, when your dreams are coming true that you're so big that it's hard to even grow bigger. Uh, good to know what the options are anyway oh absolutely and 
you know, that's, so that's, that's, that would be the, kind of that book for the future. The one that's more prevalent now is um, uh, Andreas Savaltos. Uh, he, he's, one of, he's actually one of our board members, uh, advisors oh. for Sponsor Energy. Andreas, of course, uh, he wrote that book, Misfits, which was lit, uh, quite recently picked up by the uh, University of Calgary in their, I think it's the must-read program. Um, Andreas made a uh, made it himself very very successful not just as a as an early childhood um, um, pianist and and super genius when it comes to numbers and so forth but but also was the one that came up with the whole green miles um, idea when everybody else is just painting their signs green he was the one that said hey maybe we can do better and selling that company down the road for you know, a gazillion million dollars of course uh, made him iconic in the industry of you know um, social uh, consciousness and and, uh, and socially um, um, so businesses that are uh, socially conscious Right. right. So right. he says it absolutely can work, and you can absolutely make money at this. And he's been a huge inspiration to us. And and being a personal friend of Carolyn's, it's been, you know, uh, that amazing resource to just call up and say, "Hey, are we are we doing this wrong? Or are we doing this right?" You know, and getting that feedback. Right. Amazing. I'm on his website right now, misfit-thebook.com, mm-hmm. because I wouldn't Great be able to spell Suvaliotis. So I just Googled Misfits plus Andreas. Yep, and there he is. And it's he, he I listened to him speak. We were actually invited to uh, um uh to the UFC because he's he's giving the keynote address for the uh, the first year intake at the UFC. There's what four thousand students in the audience wow. and what listening to him passionately speak about you know, being that misfit, being a misfit since the day you know he was born, never really quite having that fit, <laughs> but but not to turn away from that, to to embrace it, to, to be different, to not just think outside the box, blow up the box, right? Just you know, yeah, because yeah, that's the way yeah. that business is is heading, because status quo is not going to be what's what's going to be driving business in the next ten years, right? So it was a hugely right. inspiring address to all those young minds, impressionable minds still, because let's face it, they're first year university, and you know, and just. Letting them know that it's okay to be different, it's okay to follow your own path, your own heart, and right. and, and what, not let what other people think is, get uh, get in that yeah. way. Excellent. So very good book, very 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 fun to read actually because you can within two pages you're kind of hooked on the, on you know what he Andreas had to go through on on his early years and so forth, right? So fantastic. Well, uh, you guys are doing some amazing things. Good speaking with you, uh, Sander. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing all this growth and change happen. Say hi to Carolyn for me. I will absolutely do so, and uh, thank you very much for um, allowing us a chance to kind of talk about the business and talk about what we're doing. And, yeah, if... uh I, I hope to have this conversation again in about a year and telling you exactly how, how much better and we're doing. Amazing, amazing. I know you're destined for big growth, and I'm looking forward to adding you, uh, uh, paying my bill through you guys soon. <laughs> I, I hope I hope so as well. So it's, uh, it's just getting into those markets. So watch All right. Us. Good talking to you, Sander. Take care. You too, Tom. Cheers, man. Cheers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.